We are proud to announce that Disabled Black Chick Podcast has been featured in Essence Magazine for Top 36 Podcasts to listen to in 2022. Thank you so much, Essence Magazine, for our feature and the continued support from our listeners. Thank you again. Welcome back to Disabled Black Chick, where we talk about all things mental health, travel, and disability. I am the host, Sierra Gervier, and as you have heard in the introduction of this podcast, it is true. Um, our podcasts have been featured in Essence Magazine for the top 36 podcasts to listen to in 2022. Disabled Black Chick is now featured in Essence Magazine. Wow. Talk about an unexpected turn <laughs> with this podcast. Um, when I started this podcast, I honestly did not expect it to go anywhere. It was just an outlet for me. And, you know, just from posting some of my episodes, I've been getting a lot of positive feedbacks from people that sent, have sent me emails and um, encouragement and family members and friends as well. Uh, I have a sister, hi Nat, who's probably listening right now, that um, told me that this was the her go-to podcast for listening on her drive uh, commuting to work. And so just hearing all of this all of these words of words of encouragement and and support is pushing me to continue with having that momentum that i've had for a few months of pumping out all of these episodes every week and being consistent with that i can say that i am deeply apologetic for being on this long break taking a long break and i think it was well needed also Life was happening, life was lifing, as the young people say. Life was occurring and I was experiencing some of the good, bad, and ugly things that life had to to offer. And that's okay. I needed that that break. It was about a month and a half of a break. I needed it, but I am back and things are falling into place as we speak, and I'm creating this extra energy, this energy that I need to be back on um, being consistent with the podcast because I enjoy this. I am a conversationalist. I love to to talk. I like to contribute my piece in conversations. And so even though this is basically a monologue going on, I still feel like I'm reaching people that are the topics that I talk about resonates with. So I'm excited for that. So let's get into it. I've recorded this podcast once before, and I had a podcast episode before this one as well, and technology just ate it up, and it's now disappeared, and it's in the atmosphere somewhere. So I am not going to allow that to deter me away from re-recording this episode, and so here we go. So today's episode, I want to talk about burnout, being that this is something that resonates deeply within me because one of the reasons why I took the month and a half break was because I was experiencing an extreme, overwhelming sensation of just tapping out because I had so much on my plate, I had so many things to do, 
And one of the biggest things that I had to kind of get all of my ducks in a row was uh, being an American and living in Europe and living within the EU, um, obtaining a valid visa is very difficult for an American. There are a lot of EU countries that have close relationships or have some sort of relationship with a different country where it's it's might it might be a little easier to obtain a visa, but as an American, no. And so, you know, kind of going through that entire process and life was happening, as I mentioned before, and other things that I cannot mention um, and I won't mention right now uh, until I am good and ready to, and I will share these things with you guys in the future, but just a lot on my plate and a lot of things that was just taking up all of my time. And I experienced a sense of burnout. And, you know, sometimes even as a clinical mental health therapist, sometimes even me, I kind of check out when it comes to recognizing the symptoms of burnout and kind of getting myself back to this equilibrium state that I always preach to people about, um, which is this happy, this content state. It's not being overwhelming, overwhelming, super happy with all of the happy hormones or depressed. It's literally having that baseline of just coasting. And I didn't recognize these these uh, symptoms of burnout, as I mentioned before, and incorporating self-care. And that is what I'm also going to talk about. And I've mentioned this in my previous episode about self-care and what that could look like for you and and so you know tying in burnout with self-care is where i want to to kind of go through with within this episode today so what is burnout i do believe that burnout can look and feel very differently depending on the individual depending on what this person is feeling the burnout from and uh, so by definition, burnout can be a condition that's experienced, especially by people that are working and working a lot in which they develop senses or sensations or feelings of depression like symptoms. And so it's been said that burnout can manifest uh, physically, mentally and emotionally and as well as behaviorally. So burnout is a reaction to prolonged and chronic job or work-related stress that is characterized by certain dimensions. And certain those certain dimensions are exhaustion, cynicism, and feeling feelings of reduced um, and professional ability. So let's just say that you have a professional career that you absolutely are enthused about and you enjoy. Um, but this particular position requires a lot of work, a lot of attention, a lot of energy that you're pouring yourself out um, to this position, and it's creating a sense of exhaustion. Most of the time when we're having that overwhelming sense of exhaustion, especially when the burnout is coming from this position or job or work that we enjoy, we begin to hate it, Right. And one of the one an article that I read recently about ther- therapists and psychologists and mental health workers and how it's been 
noted that a lot of these mental health professionals have experienced a sense of burnout. And when it comes to providing empathetic care to other people and not being able to recuperate that care um, and to recuperate that energy that we're pouring out to other people within ourselves. So this article goes on to say about self, self-care and how imperative it is for mental health workers specifically, but in general, it's it's imperative for everyone. But they were talking they were talking about how important it is for mental health workers. And we do this job because we enjoy it, right? It's not because it's just a job. In order to 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 be a teacher, you have to this is something a position that you have to enjoy. And in order to be a doctor or a nurse or a mental health provider, this has to be something that you are passionate about and something that you thoroughly enjoy doing, giving back to uh, the public or giving back to specific individual or communities. So again, this article goes on and talks about how important it is to recognize these symptoms of burnout and Yes, it might sneak up on you, and but the the most important part is that we recognize it and we know how to combat it. Now, for me personally, when I experience um, a sense of burnout, I have a lot of stress and weight carried on to myself. And as a person that possesses a disability, it also triggers a lot of phantom pain. And for those that don't know what phantom pain, it's a um, type of nerve pain that a lot of amputees may or may not experience um, after having the, the, the amputation, the surgery. The nerves just fire off just randomly, um, and it could be triggered by stress. Stress, it could be triggered by a number of factors. But <laughs> for me personally, when I am feeling stressed or um, having that 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 feeling of burnout that I was talking about before, my phantom pain just kicks my butt. It kicks my butt like no other, and it hurts. And so. Um, you know, that's one indicator for me personally when I know that I have um, feeling burned out with work or with things that I have to get done, life. That's when I know I need to step back and that's when I know that I need to assess what is happening and possibly um, disconnect in some capacity and also incorporate self-care. So what is self-care? I had a have a previous episode where I kind of touched on self-care. Um, and so if you want to check that out, you can. But self-care in general is an activity that we deliberately do in order to take care of our emotional, physical health, and mental health as well. It's a concept that a lot of people skip. And um, it's a very simple theory, but a lot of people kind of overlook it uh, for some reason. And what I've noticed is that some people that skip self-care or kind of don't really think about it as an essential tool that could be utilized to make you feel better overall, a lot of people think it's selfish. It's selfish to um, consider your needs and put your needs first and, you know, kind of push 
all of these external things outside and keep them out. And some people feel that it is kind of selfish to put yourself first, but it I'm here to tell you that it's not, absolutely not. Because when you think about it, when you're not able to take care of yourself, how are you able to be present with other people? How are you able to pour into other people if you're not feeling full yourself and feeling complete and whole and healthy? One of the biggest uh, aspects of self-care, one of the biggest things that I that I uh, incorporate for my self-care is working out. You know, it is scientifically proven that when you work out, when you're doing some sort of physical activity, you're releasing these happy hormones, these endorphins and dopamine. And so for me, working out sets the tone for my day. I try to have my workout be the very first activity that I do outside of drinking my coffee and having my lemon water, that is something that I like to do in the beginning of the day. Of course, if I can't get it done at the start of my day, then I'll try to fit it in. But I try to get it done in the beginning of my day because again, those happy hormones are coming out, they're releasing, I'm feeling good and completing this physical activity. Also, that goes alongside with physical activity, and again, this is just me speaking speaking about myself, is having a healthy diet and also uh, sleeping well. And because when I don't sleep well, I don't have enough energy to get up and work out. So I try to get enough sleep in order to have a, a workout so that I can set the tone for my day. It's like a domino effect of things. So what are some things that you do when you experience burnout? What does self-care look like for you? I am interested in hearing some of your responses. So you can email me at thedisabledchick at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E-D-I-S-A-B-L-E-D-C-H-I-C-K at gmail.com. If you just have any general questions or... Uh, some topic discussions that you would like to, me to touch on, you can email me again at thedisabledchick at gmail.com. Thank you so much for everyone that's listening. I'm excited to get back into the swing of things, and I will see you all next week. Ciao.